Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 63 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Mr. Potter. Okay. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Sage Warrior. Ooh, I like Coolest that. name. Yeah, very cool name. Thank you, Sage. You Thank are you. A warrior. I am the warrior. Golden State Warrior. Ugh. <laughs> Today we will be discussing chapter 21 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Hermione's Secret. What's her secret? Mm. I don't know. Is so, it Victoria's secret? Ooh, I could say something. Okay. <laughs> Two <laughs> could keep a secret if one of them is dead. Sing it. No. <laughs> she sang it to me yesterday. <laughs> All right. Make sure you have read that chapter and you're ready to dive into the details. Before we begin, we have some weekly profit news. And I'm excited. I'm going to click this link. Yeah. So there's this tech company called Cano or Kano. I'm not sure how to say it. Tomato, tomato. Um, but they, and I've seen their kits before at Target, but they sell like coding kits for kids. So you can build your own computer. You can, I think that you can build like a keyboard for the computer. I don't know. It's like, it's really neat stuff. But anyway, they are coming out with a coding kit for a wand. Do you, do you so, get the blue stuff? No. Well, then I don't know why I it's in the what? picture. You produce your own magic. <laughs> yeah. Tiffany. So it's an app and you program, you learn how to program the app to the wand that they give you to cast spells. So when you wave the wand a certain way, it will make things happen in the app. That's awesome. That's super I see cool. a feather. Lame. Yeah. Like, and so I love that, like, <laughs> these are the kinds of, like, I love that they have these kinds of, quote, toys now for kids. You oh, know? yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. These, these coding things, I mean, that would have been awesome. If you think about it, this kind of reminds me of um, the, for the Wii U, how they have those, like, cardboard kits that you can, like, 
make and then you like do things. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you have to build it in order to play with it. The Wii U. I know. I said that. Switch. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're still stuck in the Wii U era. era. Yeah, it's for the um, Nintendo Switch, like the Nintendo Lab, something. It's garbage. Are you guys even speaking English? Yes, (laughs) people will know we're talking about. They're probably screaming at their phones and cars. I know. Uh, it's those cardboard thingies you can get for the Switch and you can make them do things. Oh, I hate myself. Um, Don't you Google it. We all I have am. the technology. Well, lose your attitude, man. So it says users <laughs> end up levitating feathers, conjuring pumpkins, manipulating flames, and engorging every flavor be- jelly beans until they take over the screen. I like jelly beans. Um, do you think would float? Or Lebo, would be cushy? You could like sit by a pool and have like you could be sitting on the jelly bean that's giant and then be like, oh, I just want a snack. I know. I'm about to read that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it says the project follows Kano's ethos to battle the throwaway culture of electronics. It marks the major, the first major brand collaboration for the company, which became one of the first coding toy makers when it launched its Build It Yourself computer kit back in 2013. And it says Harry Potter is a brand that's not only huge, it's gender neutral. As a brand, we don't focus on either male-dominated or female-dominated areas. We think that anyone can learn to code, so we wanted a brand that fitted with that. I like that. I like that a lot. So, I like I thought it. that was really cool. Yes. Yeah. We need... <clears throat> I also I like, like that... like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also like that, you know, they are working on a project to try to battle the throwaway culture of electronics because yep. I think that that's kind of turning into an issue now. That we just throw stuff away when we shouldn't. There's pieces and parts that you can reuse. Here's what we need. We need people to create like woodworking kits and sewing machine kits. People need to learn to do that stuff. Yes. Well, yeah. Trades. And be your own plumber. And with I would love to know. Teaching you how to be able to reuse and make technology new again, Mm -hmm. which is like the same thing, but like more new you know mm-hmm. like people always shouldn't learn how to sew and make things and that kind of stuff but like that's been around for ages whereas like this is like that but like modern gotcha. you know what i mean yep which i, I think do. is cool that someone thought about that yes i love it get, let's get some more easy bake ovens going guys. oh honestly Real. i wasn't i don't think we had it oh maybe my <laughs> oh, sister had an easy one. bake oven harry I potter easy bake it. oven with uh you could the make cook jelly book. slugs yeah Katie's mind is frogs. <laughs> there is nothing like cooking some cake via light bulb. But like, right? let's talk about a money maker that that would be. If you right. could have like a Harry Potter little mini cookbook that came with it, Easy Bake Cauldron. Oh, <laughs> cute! I love I'm it. Text my sister. I don't remember if we had one or not. <laughs> she might have had one. I mean, obviously, I got to play with it, but I was not allowed to have my own, I or we didn't have one at think all. We had one. I believe I got a hand me down one, but I didn't care. I just wanted clearly, to make up. Well, clearly <laughs> she didn't learn much from it, so... Whoa! <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You have, nothing, just, you have literally nothing to say to things that. together. <laughs> so it's not really Wait. cooking, and baking and cooking are different. Who made you that creme brulee you love so much? I, yeah. And people have good. been asking, where's the video, guys? I know. Hey, about that. Here, let me edit it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany doesn't. <sighs> All right. Are we finished? Yeah. We did have an easy bake oven. I don't think <laughs> okay. Well, that, I'm glad. I don't I think that I was a, like, I mean, my mom let me play with it, but like Bridget would be like, no, it's my easy bake oven. Also, she's a better baker than me. 
All right. Yeah. Harry Potter. Okay. <laughs> Snacks. Snacks. <laughs> All right. It's time for the r- 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 recap. Thank you, ma'am. Welcome. So the crew heads back from the Shrieking Shack all the way through the tunnel, but as they're walking towards, as they're walking across the grounds towards the castle, the full moon peeks out from behind a cloud. I see a full moon rising. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Remus didn't take his potion, and his transformation leads to the second escape of Peter Pettigrew. <sighs> so serious keeps werewolf Remus at bay, but ends up getting attacked by Dementors. Harry and Hermione try to save him, but there's just too many. And the last thing Harry sees? No, it couldn't be. Could it? I don't know. Okay. All right. Guess you have to find out. <laughs> he sees me. That's true. <laughs> I was only, what, two <laughs> time? Three. So Harry <laughs> wakes up in the hospital wing and finds out that all of the things that transpired... And that Snape is getting all the accolades for saving the day and catching Sirius. Dumbledore reminds Hermione and Harry that three turns could save two lives oh, that day. Oh, <laughs> oh that, okay. Bell. I need one more. Thank you. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Sometimes it's a good thing to see events from a different perspective, and Harry and Hermione get that. <laughs> Time is around their necks. They end up changing what they think happened and D- Dumbledore, that's not even there. <laughs> and Buckbeak and Sirius <laughs> fly off into the night. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, when Harry um, wakes up, he starts to hear a pretty absurd conversation. It was the minister and Snape talking. And let me just say, <laughs> you guys, I apologize because I am, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I do not like Snape right now. Overall, do you like Snape? No, but he's pretty bad in this chapter. Like, this is this is bad. I he's was actually bad. asking <sighs> Tiffany. This chapter this is and chapter. still answering for me as well. Do I like him? No. Do I appreciate him? Sure. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, this chapter, this chapter is just, it's, it's hard. It was hard for me to get through. And when I was looking over my notes, because I did them forever ago, I was like, ooh, you were heated while you wrote these. So, (laughs) all right. Um, The minister and Snape are talking, and it says, quote, lucky you were there, Snape. And I wrote in all caps, barf. (laughs) So, um, the minister says that Snape will get an Order of Merlin second class first if he can wrangle it. For what? We're not sure. Do we know what the difference is between the first and second class and all that stuff? It is out there somewhere. I think there's three. There's three. That would have been a good opportunity for you to do uh, some recon. You can go ahead and do that if you'd like. (laughs) (laughs) Opportunities are yours. To her credit, we have (laughs) discussed it before, but I just have already forgotten. I think, yeah, I think we have have discussed it. But I do a quick recap. If it's will load. There are three classes. Do it. Order of Merlin. Um, Load page. (laughs) Uh, So third class is awarded to individuals who have made a contribution to our store of knowledge or entertainment. The color of the ribbon for this class is white. Oh, that's why Blockhart has that entertainment and knowledge and stuff and books and all that garbage. And what is he? This is first class? Third. 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 Mm. Second class is awarded for achievement or endeavor beyond the ordinary. Wait. I'm sorry. Does Lockhart have a third or a first? I feel like he has first because I, I feel like I have first. Order class. of Merlin. 
What class? I can't remember. It's my second. We're looking it up. Sarah's Sarah's Stop yelling at us in your cars. (laughs) (laughs) I just had a baby. (laughs) Three months ago. Third class. He is third third class. class. Oh! Good job. So, second (laughs) achievement or endeavor beyond the ordinary. The color of this ribbon is purple. First is awarded for acts of outstanding bravery or distinction in magic, and the color of this ribbon is green. So what was second To for? represent Merlin's house Slytherin. Second is for achievement or endeavor beyond the ordinary. I would toads be first class. For what? Being me. I'm mm. that awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, Snape kind of like half rats out the trio when the minister brings up um, the nasty cut that he has. And he says that it's from them, but then he also is like, eh, maybe black bewitched them with a confundus charm. And so I looked up confundo on Pottermore, which I was kind of interested to see, like, they actually have stuff on it. Isn't there, like, a chicken dish that's, like, very similarly called that? Isn't it, like, Kung Pao chicken? No, there's, like, a (laughs) chicken dish. I don't know. You go ahead and Google it. What if that was what you're thinking of? So basically on Pottermore, it just says a charm that causes confusion in a person or a sentient object. I think I have that on me all the time. It even has a fact file. A type is a charm, purpose to confuse and misdirect. And then it says the effect it has on the recipient causes the recipient to become confused, forget important information or become particularly impressionable. Oh, I even thinking about fungo is what I'm thinking of. Okay. Which is a food dish. Close hmm. enough. So a famous moment, uh, which a wizard uses it, is Hermione uses the spell on Cormac McLaggen during um, Gryffindor Keeper tryouts to ensure that Ron stays on the team. Yeah, I don't remember this. I think I might have gotten confounded. Oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, Moody also brings it up. Actually, fake Moody. It would have needed to be an exceptionally strong conventus charm to bamboozle that goblet into forgetting that only three... Schools compete in the tournament. And then Half-Blood Prince. Did you see him lumbering off in the wrong direction on his fifth? Looked like he had been confunded. So that's confundus. Confundus, my fundus. You're welcome. So much fun. <laughs> so Snape that said that they had thought Black was innocent and that they were not responsible for their actions. So thanks, but no thanks, sir. For the trio? Yeah. 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 Yes. And so I wanted to read a That actually, page. not to talk over you, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. that's surprising. What? That he oh, would, that he said that? Yeah, because like in the shack, he was like, you guys are facing expulsion. I mean, I think and then all of a sudden it's just like, eh, they didn't know what they were talking about. I think he was saying that like to make it seem like he was a big old tough professor in front of the other guys. And then once he gets there, he like is trying to make himself like extra good in front of the Mm -hmm. minister and be like, well, they didn't really blah, blah, blah. And we all know that as questionable as Snape is, that a lot of his actions were to protect. Yeah, Harry. So also like that just really helps his story a lot. Mm -hmm. If he just kind of like nudges them in there like that, and I think the prize of handing in Sirius Black to Snape is like way better than anything he could punish those kids with. So well, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So he says, um, 
that they weren't responsible for their actions. On the other hand, their interference may have permitted Black to escape. They obviously thought that they were going to catch Black single-handed. They've got away with a lot great... With Oh, good Lord. They've got away with a great deal before now. What am I reading? No one knows. I'm afraid it's been given a rather high opinion of themselves. And, of course, Potter has always been allowed an extraordinary amount of license by the headmaster. Bro, chill. You have a job because of that guy. <laughs> Calm down. Right. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. No. I mean, I can see where he's coming from, though. Like, Yeah. Because the minister, I mean, I think we're going to be Even in the beginning seen. of this book, yeah. the minister himself is like... Yeah. He's like, oh, blow up your rant. Cool. We'll yeah. take care of it. <laughs> Ah, well, Snape, Harry Potter, you know, we've all got a bit of a blind spot where he's concerned. Y'all don't say. Until book five. Always check your blind spots. My car does that for me now. (laughs) So the minister basically shoots him down. The famous Potter effect rears its head. um, And basically, like, this is just special treatment. But that's... What we do with the uh, chosen it is one? What it is. That's right. That is what you do because I am the chosen one because I am Mr. Potter. That's true. We did learn that at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Snape goes into saying that he treats Harry like every other student. No, you don't. Uh, and hmm. he was, if he was anyone else, he would be suspended. So he's bringing this up again. So I don't know. And after all this, he brings up the fact that he thinks Harry has been illegally visiting Hogsmeade. Petty. Right, just gotta slip that one in there. Like, why? Do with the situation. Don't throw that in there. Come on, meow. Right, meow, meow. (laughs) (laughs) The minister pretty much brushes off what Snape has to say about Harry. Um, he is the chosen one Mm -hmm. after all, and he's been foolish because it's Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Oh, Tiffany, (laughs) right? All while this conversation is going on, Harry is laying in the hospital wing, and it's difficult for him to understand. Because he's pretty much a hot mess. His limbs felt like lead. His eyelids were too heavy to lift. And he wanted to stay on this bed forever. Do you notice? Yes. That wrote it like that? <laughs> Sarah. Um, and so we know what happens, how they had essentially almost got kissed by all the Dementors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, we know how the Dementors are like, a, is it, would it be a euphemism? Is that the correct term for depression, depression. and all that stuff? Like, that's so. what, like, I feel like, you know what I mean? I don't want to get out of oh, bed. Oh, yeah. That's essentially where I'm going with so this. So it's kind of like an wearing out. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like, like oh, like, I never want to leave my bed. I will I can't also open say. my eyes. I can't move my limbs. Yes. Even <laughs> when I feel good, I still don't want to leave my that's true. Sarah would like her better. That's what makes me think of it, especially the way that you worded it. Well, they worded it. Yeah. There's an episode of Seinfeld where Kramer pretty much doesn't like leave his shower. Oh my God, yes. He even like, makes you. salad that's in it. Sarah with her bed. I once made a salad in the hot tub and ate it. <laughs> you are Kramer. <laughs> you were kind of there for that, Tiffany, but not. Oh. That was in New York. Oh. And we get to go back. I'm excited. I'll do it again. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I was going to take a drink and then I didn't. Anyways, what was... Pu- oh, n- happy National Coffee Day, guys. Yes. Happy National yes. Coffee Day. So by the time you listen to this, it won't be, but have a cup anyway. <laughs> yeah, have a cup of Joe while we're talking about Joe's, Joe's book. Bo- yeah, her book. <laughs> <laughs> so what's puzzling to the minister and Snape was the behavior of the Dementors. Hmm... They went back to their posts when Snape was just waking up. 
So I, I don't know. I just picture him like laying in the grass and like coming to, and it's still dark, right? And then him seeing just like dementors, flying. a ton of dementors, just like. But I don't think they're like moving quick, right? I yeah. feel like they're just like gliding, chilling. Do you think that he was like, ooh, they got him? Do you think maybe. he thought that maybe for a split second? I think he wonder like if if like uh, like Dumbledore or someone got. Black? No, like the Dementors got black. No, I don't think he's wondering that. I'm think. I think. Well, I mean, you can think obviously. You're Pepper, <laughs> in your opinion, but like I think when he woke up and saw them floating back, I think he was probably like, oh, well, maybe you know, Dumbledore went there. They found Black, and Dumbledore sent them back to their posts because he wouldn't have wanted them around. Mm-hmm. Dumbledore doesn't care for yes. Dementors at all. Truth. Um, extraordinarily, Black, the girl, and Harry were all okay. He calls her the girl. When you said it like that, I'm like, Black, the girl? I'm like, who's that? (laughs) Serious as a sister. (laughs) Good. Snape was bound and... Oh, I'm sorry. Snape bound and gagged Black naturally, right? And he conjured stretchers and brought them all back to the castle. And after hearing all of this, Harry is finally like starting to come around and he looks around to figure out where he was and he saw Madame Pomfrey tending to Ron and to his right was Hermione. Um, and I said, his right hand girl. I <laughs> like that. <laughs> right hand buddy. Um, and she was awake and she was, quote, she looked petrified. <laughs> Shout out to book two. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, too soon, Rowling, too soon. <laughs> We find out that the conversation that Fudge and Snape are having is happening right outside of the door to the hospital wing. So this must be a pretty loud conversation because those doors are not then. Right. Or they could just be also be close to the doors. Maybe. Smell. Maybe. I don't know. I would think that it's uh, it's a pretty loud conversation going on, though. Well, like there's high emotions. There's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Madame Pomfrey comes walking up to Harry's bed and she sees that he's... Um, awake and she's holding the biggest block of chocolate that he has ever seen in his life. Bring that my way, Pomfrey. I know. It's so, it's so good. He says it looks like a small boulder and she needed <laughs> to break it apart with a small hammer. Did we talk about this before? Does it matter what kind of chocolate you have to eat or is it just chocolate? Like, could you drink a hot chocolate? I probably asked this exact same question in a previous episode, but I don't remember. I don't think you did, I but I enjoy that question. I don't think that it would matter. I don't know. Like, do you think some chocolates would work better? Like a really high end chocolate would work better than like a Hershey's? <laughs> sure. No, like, like yeah. you know how Hershey's like, is like not good. Yeah, Hershey's is delicious. Hershey's can be good. Y'all are liars. You know what's not good? Crunch bars. Ugh, Nestle chocolate is the worst. Unless it's from Canada. I like Dove. Dove. Dove, Dove. I got a girlfriend. <laughs> okay. So I looked up. <laughs> I was just intrigued by chocolate. So Dementors and chocolate is written by Rowling and it's on Pottermore and it's very short so I'll just read it directly it said the mood enhancing properties of chocolate are well known in both the muggle and wizarding worlds chocolate is the perfect antidote for anyone who has been overcome in the presence of dementors which suck hope and happiness out of their surroundings chocolate can only be a short term remedy however finding finding ways to fight off dementors or depression are essential if one is to become permanently happier. Excessive chocolate consumption cannot benefit either muggle or wizard. Ooh, I like that. Sell that to Remus. So don't eat too much. All righty. 
Harry and Hermione both ask how Ron is at the same time. Aww. They love him. <laughs> and she is so like used to her job. She's like, he'll live. <laughs> <laughs> like he had his leg snapped. Oh. His yeah, arm bit. Like broken bones in the wizarding world don't seem to be a big deal though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he, yeah, but he had it broken and he like had it broken for a while. True. <laughs> um, I said she is the OG of the hospital wing. Mm-hmm. She says that they will be staying in the wing until she is satisfied with how they're healing. And I'm sure she isn't happy about what they went through or what she knows of what they went through. I'm sure girlfriend has seen a lot in her days. And mm-hmm. I made me wonder like how much does she see with the Marauders? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I wonder if she like sees Harry and she's like, Oh my God. She's like, I saw your father. It's like your much. father. Like, please, yeah. just, please just don't be half of him. Like, you know what I mean? What if she was like, you have your father's injuries. <laughs> um, but Harry being Harry, he starts to get up because you can't hold a good Gryffindor down. Oh, shout out the Gryffindors. He said he needs to go and see the headmaster, but Madame Pomfrey tells him that everything's fine and the Dementors are going to be performing the kiss on black at any moment. And the kiss is capitalized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's let you know it's a serious business. It's copyrighted. It is a serious business. Oh. You're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> so this basically sends Harry into a tailspin. He jumps out of the bed and that causes Fudge and Snape to enter the wing. <sighs> My apologies, listeners. Fudge is agitated with Harry. And I said, does this start his spiral down of being against Mr. Potter, our new celebrity? Hmm. You know what? <gasps> I'm going to say yes. You want to know why? Do it Because I it. think that Fudge is the type of person... He holds grudges. Not so much that he holds grudges. I'm thinking very practically type person where he probably doesn't want to actually have to do a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And Harry causes him to do a lot. Yes. Work. Okay. Sorry, I finished that sentence for yes. you. Yes. No, I'm, it's fine. But okay. I'm thinking he's probably like, well, now I had to do this. And because of Potter, and I have to worry about this and do this. You know what I mean? Like he had to do. Yeah. Serious Black was out, and they are all being like, oh, he's going to go get Harry Potter. Yeah, and he yeah, he really doesn't want to be bothered with work. He wants everything to be like butterflies and rainbows, mm-hmm. which is yeah. why he's like, no, Voldemort's not back. Voldemort's mm-hmm. not he back. He probably shouldn't be in politics if he wants everything to be sunshine and daisies and rainbows. I know. Lalo. Turn the stupid fat right little. So he has Lalo? 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 <laughs> you guys, I don't think my mouth is working today. <laughs> I really... Yeah, I still love you. I need to go to sleep. Thanks. I bought you flowers yesterday. She she did, you guys. How many times has your husband done that? Once? No, more than that. M- more more so throughout my pregnancy, he did. <laughs> Good man, that that Martin. Um, yeah. Thank you, other husband. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, he also asks if Harry had any chocolate, so that lets you know that like chocolate in the Wizarding World, everybody knows. Remedy. Like, yes, it's real. It's real to us. Well, like, it's, it's interesting, though, like, the way that Madame Pomfrey in the beginning of the book where she's like, oh, like, was shocked that mm. um, Remus gave them chocolate. She's like, oh, he actually knows what he's talking about. And, like, here it seems like everybody knows. Well, it may, so well, really I, that surprised? well, maybe she was surprised because they've had so many really crappy Defense Against the Dark Arts I teachers. Say, I think it's, it, that comment was specific to Defense Against the Dark Arts teachers. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, think about one. the year she had. Like, yeah, like no, I'm not year. disagreeing that all of them are not good. Yeah, obviously. No, I think it's more common knowledge than than what she alluded to. 
But she probably was just really excited to have somebody who seemed like they had a brain. <laughs> I feel like she's always like super high strung. Like we should really try and dig into her if there's anything that we can find out. Um, I would love to know more about her because I feel like she is really good at what she does. And mm-hmm. I'd like to know how she got that good. Mm-hmm. Experience, my friend. I know. I want to know what she's been through. Probably everything. So how I've, old is she? She's probably been through all of them. You know, Marauders, Tom Riddle, Chambers opening, closing, people dying. <laughs> yeah, was she there for Myrtle? I don't know. I hardly knew her. <laughs> okay. Anywho, um, I wanted to read a little bit of Harry from the chapter because he's talking to the minister. He says, Minister, listen, Harry said, Sirius Black's innocent. Peter Pettigrew faked his own death. We saw him tonight. You can't let the Dementors do that thing to Sirius. He's... But Fudge was shaking his head with a small smile on his face. Harry, Harry, you're very confused. You've been through a dreadful ordeal. Lie back down now. We've got everything under control. And then all caps Harry. You haven't, Harry yelled. You've got the wrong man. Minister, listen, please, Hermione said. She had hurried to Harry's side and was gazing imploringly into Fudge's face. I saw him, too. It was Ron's rat. He's an animagus. Pettigrew. I mean, and... And then Snape is all like, nope, they're confused. They're confounded. Both of them. Black did a good job. And the only compliment given to... Was that the only compliment given to Sirius by Snape? Was that he did a good job confounding them? Probably. Probably. Even though he didn't. Um, Harry continues to flip out. And I said, rightfully so. I mean, he has this opportunity to live with this guy and not only live with this guy, but this is like an innocent person right. that's going to be given a fate worse than death. And so he's freaking out and Madame Pomfrey shoves a piece of chocolate in his mouth <laughs> and he chokes and she shoves him back on the bed. She's like got no time for shenanigans. I cannot speak today. Hoy. So the door opens to the wing and in comes my main magic man, Dumbly. Um, Madame Pomfrey is hysterical because there's too much happening in the wing and she needs to get some healing done. And I love that she sasses Dumbledore and no one else would do this. And she says, now please minister. These children need care. Please leave. (laughs) Like she tells the minister to leave. And then, um, she's like, is this a hospital wing or not? Headmaster, I must insist. And he's like, nope. My apologies, Poppy, but I need a word with Mr. Potter and Miss Granger, said Dumbledore calmly, and I have just been talking to Sirius Black. All right. So there's a lot that you can read into this next little bit with Dumbledore and Snape talking Mm. because you have to think about, like, the agreement that they have Mm. and what... Snape was doing and Dumbledore allowing him to like work there. So he says, I suppose he's told you the same fairy tale he's planted in Potter's mind. Spat Snape. Something about a rat and Pettigrew being alive. That indeed is black story. Said Dumbledore surveying Snape closely through his half moon spectacles. Is he reading his mind? (laughs) What? Snape. Did Snape get knocked out before Pettigrew became a person again? Yes. They're only about halfway through the story. Got it. Actually, no. They were through like 
the Marauder sort of story. Right. But he hadn't transformed. That's right. But wouldn't he have heard about Pettigrew Um, being a... I know, not that it matters, but didn't he hear that? I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Oh, yeah. I know. Because he was was preventing them from telling the story. Right. Um, And does my evidence count for nothing, snarled Snape. Peter Pettigrew was not in the Shrieking Shack, nor did I see any sign of him on the grounds. That was because you were knocked out, Professor, said Hermione earnestly. You didn't arrive in time to hear. Miss Granger, hold your tongue. Now Snape, said Fudge, startled. The young lady is disturbed in her mind. We must make allowances. I would like to speak to Harry and Hermione alone, said Dumbledore abruptly. Cornelia, Severus, Poppy, please leave us. Headmasters, sputtered Madame Pomfrey. They need treatment. They need rest. This cannot wait, said Dumbledore. I must insist. Madame Pomfrey pursed her lips and strode away into her office at the end of the ward, slamming the door behind her. <laughs> Fudge consulted with a large gold pocket watch dangling from his waistcoat. Go. I'm just thinking of actually like Pomfrey, <coughs> where she's probably not used to Dumbledore telling her what to do because he probably is like, that's her space. She's in charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's not a happy camper. She's like, fine, I'll let you talk this one time. But next time, like, get out when I tell you to get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I'm not going to compliment your earmuffs next time. Hey. <laughs> 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 late night smooches for you, this sir. This is why I thought they were in love. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Grindelwald, you threw me off. <laughs> Um. All right. So Fudge notes that the Dementors will have arrived by now, and he says he'll meet Dumbledore upstairs, which is where Sirius is. And he goes to leave and holds the door open for Snape, but Snape doesn't move. And it says Snape took a step toward Dumbledore. I can just feel them, like yes, like they're he knows. very close. He they're, knows he's up to something. They're very close. Yeah. Snape knows Dumbledore. Is oh, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Sirius Black showed he was capable of murder at the age of 16. It's true. He breathed. You haven't forgotten that, Headmaster. You haven't forgotten that he once tried to kill me. My memory is as good as it ever was, said Dumbledore quietly. And Snape leaves. He finally leaves. And Harry and Hermione basically unleash what they have been trying to say. Do you think that he went to go like punch a wall? I could feel his anger, like he's, his Snape's anger. I feel like he's like shaking. He's so mad. Oh, he's living. Because I could feel. I feel like he can feel what's coming. Do you feel it in your fingers? I feel it in in, in your toes. My toes. Yeah. Snape's anger is all around us. No, but like. Oh, I thought you were doing Justin Timberlake. My bad. No, it's from uh, Love Actually. I, I think we've been over this. <laughs> were you thinking? Can't stop feeling. Yeah. Fun fact: <laughs> that guy that sings the song is also in Harry Potter. He plays the minister after Fudge. Cool scrimmager. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I just wonder in that moment, like where he's examining him through his half moon spectacles. You know, like are they conversing? Is someone reading someone's thoughts? Could be. You know? I I almost feel like Snape is trying to read Dumbledore's thoughts, and Dumbledore knows what he's trying to do, and he's giving him a look like, don't, I'm blocking you. Yeah, is he, like, blocking him? I wonder if, like, (laughs) Dumbledore's just, like, exasperated. I'm both, and we've talked, I know I've talked about this, where, like, Snape and Sirius are very similar in their Mm, vindictive nature to each other. So similar. Like, I wonder if, 
if Dumbledore's like, it's been years. Like, y'all just <laughs> need to not necessarily get over it because both, like, what happened to Snape was very traumatic. Yeah. But, like, you can go back and you change need to the move past. On. Like, mm-hmm. grow up, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, be the bigger man. You don't it's have to like each other, but, like, let's stop trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. But I think it. It's tough. Yeah, I know. I have a lot I of know. feels. I have a lot well, of feels. Well, and I will say, as much as I'm not a huge Snape fan, and mm-hmm. I used to love Sirius a lot, this makes me also really not like him. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. I mean, Y'all I just need to, like, I just want to, they both need a little smack on their face. Like, come on. You're both men. You're in their 30s. Grow up. <sighs> I mean, but every single character has huge faults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're he- real. They're, They're real human. That's human. what makes yeah. that's what makes Joe's writing so good, right? Yeah. It's that like no character in this series is perfect, right? And then all y'all are like, "Oh, why are you hating on Snape?" I'm not hating on Snape. I'm hating on the the crap that he's doing right now yeah. is what I'm hating on. I am. I love Dumbledore, mm. but he's done a lot of terrible things yeah. as well. I'm not denying that. So nobody get There's, mad at me. Don't get on that group and be like, why do you hate Snape? I don't. They're very much gray characters. Yes. That's, what that's they're how they're meant good to be. To, yes. And you can like whoever you want to like. Yes. That's There's why it's such a good story. Qualities, and there are some that yeah. you're like. But yeah. You just have to pick what you want to deal with. The yep. thing with Snape, too, is that like I don't like him as like if I were to meet Snape in real life, I don't think that I would like him as a person, right? Mm-hmm. But I love his character. Yeah. And like what he brings to the story, what he's meant to do for the story. Mm-hmm. You don't have to love everything that he does to love him Appreciate as a character. The character. Appreciate the, and the what character, he brings to the right? story. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. And and we do we see a lot of this, I mean this whole story is told, we see it from Harry's perspective. So we see and Harry hates Snape. Right. Yeah. Until the very end, where he names his child after him. <laughs> which is I just don't like controversial. The name, which is not has nothing really to do with the people. <laughs> but whatever. Like James Sirius. Like that's a. I like the name James. That's a regardless. Good name. So we see it from Harry's good old perspective. Jimmy. <laughs> so we we get Harry's hate for him in all of these books until the very end. Yeah. You know. So mm-hmm. that also is something that people need to take into perspective when they're like. When people even have said, like, oh, I hate Snape now, too. And I was like, oh, we didn't intend for that. We're just talking right. about Yeah, that. so don't y'all be coming on that group and being like, oh, why do you hate Snape? We don't. Hate's a strong word. We I don't like some of the things he does. I think the only... I hate Frenier because he's just gross. Yes. Ugh. And I don't at all like Umbridge. Yes. And then it's probably Voldemort's next. I sure. would agree. Yep. All right, well, it's green. Bottom three. Okay. <laughs> Bottom three. So <laughs> I wanted to read Harry and Hermione's outburst because it's also hard. Katie, will you read it with me so that you can understand like the back and forth between the two of them? Do you know what I'm saying? Who am I? You could be Hermione. Yeah, I'll start first and then you go. <laughs> okay. Where are you starting? She's always the guy. This. Okay. Okay. Professor, Black's telling the truth. We saw Pettigrew. He escaped from Professor Loop and turned into a werewolf. He's a rat. Pettigrew's front paw, I mean finger, he cut it off. Pettigrew attacked Ron. It wasn't serious. So. Was that it? That yeah. was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Well, but then. it was just like, you know, I mean, they they go into this outburst because they need mm-hmm. to get as much as they can out to Dumbledore. The Dementors are there. They're about to perform mm-hmm. the kiss on him. Time is of the essence. <laughs> 
Ooh. So Dumbledore says, he's like, you know, it's your turn to listen to me. Right. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Don't interrupt me because we have very little time. So he basically says, like, you know, don't worry, like, stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> Shut your faces for a um, second. <laughs> basically, there is absolutely zero proof to support Black's story. Zero. Zero. <laughs> um, two 13-year-olds 13. will not be believed. <laughs> Professor Lupin is not going to be himself in time to testify. Why didn't they use Veritaserum? Like, I know I can understand oh. the memory thing. <laughs> yes. Because those, those can be tampered with words. Me like, too. Why not? Why Maybe not she hadn't thought of it in this book yet. Although I will say that even if someone did I bring feel that like up. She has answered that question before. I can see. I mean, Sirius well, didn't even go to a trial. No. Mm-hmm. So well, I can see them being I like, we're not going to do it. Katie. I think that's something right, that exactly. happens a lot with going to Azkaban like they just send people they just send and then them. once well, you're yeah. sent you don't come out. in your research that's exactly how it was yes from like the last episode yeah um yep you're right so yeah I <laughs> Harry immediately is like Professor Lupin can tell you but of course you know full moon he is not going to be himself until the morning plus they won't trust they're him. not going to trust him yeah. because he's a werewolf unfortunately yeah. um so I brought up actually here I said so there was a theory in our Facebook group about memories like why couldn't they have just shown their memories and that would have shown everybody the truth Ooh. Are they all um, alone in the moonlight discuss so <laughs> my opinion on the whole memory thing is that as we know in half-blood prince they can be modified mm-hmm. I also understand somebody's retort to that was well you can usually tell when a memory is modified wouldn't right. they know and then I said, I think I said something like, well, is Fudge the most honest person in the books? Hey. He's not, he's not going to care. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not going to care. He's just going to basically go for the easy way out. Am I right? No yeah, paperwork. No less work involved. Um, so he doesn't want to spend time looking at memories. Did you find anything on Barrett's Serum? Not or not yet? Not really, but I found a really delicious looking ad for Penn Station. Mm. I, I mean, like Penn I said, they're just like, all right, we got them. <laughs> yeah, they don't know. care. Gone. And they Done. didn't care before either. But at the right. same time, like, essentially, I don't know if if he, I don't know if he confessed or anything when it all happened. But we see, like, when um, Sirius first sees Harry after all this time, he's like, no, I did it. Because he truly believes, like, my he actions led to their them. deaths. Yeah. So, like, at the time, if he even said anything, he's like, yeah, like, because of me, they're dead. Right, right. Like, and that's not necessarily a confession. That's just saying, I feel guilty for their deaths. Right. So they were like, well, you said whatever back then, so we know. Bye, girl. You're going to prison. Um, for a seriously long time. I don't know. Well, may, may, it's, it basically is just saying that maybe Sirius was like too strong of a wizard, and is that, that he could have like you can beat it. Yeah, you beat can it. beat it. And it's not <laughs> infallible. It. I know that. Like, I'm not gonna do the serum. I mean, if that's <laughs> <laughs> that's all you know, like speculation, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> so Sorry. Harry again tries to interrupt with a but wants to say more. And uh, Dumbledore, again, listen to me, Harry. Nah, brah. It is too late. Um, Also, Professor Snape's version of events is far more convincing than yours. Because Sirius did not act innocent. Like, for the past however many months, right? I mean, he broke into Hogwarts. 
broke into the Gryffindor common room with a knife. Trying to stab Ron. They would probably be like, <laughs> innocent men don't hide. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But can we take this moment? Just because someone is 13 years old doesn't mean that they're lying to you. I know. Like, right. can we take a moment? Listen the, to kids and that's know the beauty their character. Of Dumbledore in this well, book right here. And that's like another thing that like a lot of times in real time life, they're like, oh, they're just a kid. They don't know what they're talking about. Oh, like, or don't or, them. or that. that they're lying. Mm-hmm. You know? can't stand that. That's like one thing. This is a little off topic when people talk about like cooking. Like if a kid's like, well, am I going to like it? And they're like, no, you won't. Well, how do you know? Like let Try the kid it. make these decisions. Like yeah. they're not, you know, oh, with be the their eating. own person. They're growing I thought you up. you meant like physically cooking. I was like. <laughs> no, I'm not eating. Food. Try these sweet potatoes. <laughs> um, so thankfully here, Dumbledore does say he believes them. However, that's not going to change the minister's mind. And I said a swear. A swear. Um, So Dumbledore just, Dumbledore reiterates that they need more time. And Hermione's like, but, oh. And then immediately (laughs) she understands what he's talking about. So he tells them Sirius is locked in Professor Flitwick's office on the seventh floor in the 13th window from the right of the (laughs) West Tower. So he then says, if all goes well, you will be able to save more than one innocent life. But Can you, da, 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 like, Dumbledore, trusting these kids by themselves? I know, but but at the He's same the time, man. like, Dumbledore can't disappear. So do, do like, yeah, I know. Because he was probably with people. Right. Um, well, and if it all goes well, no one will be seen. Here's my thing. So, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Is it about going back in time? What is it, Tiffany? Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Being Dumble. Oh, some people say, like, this was his, like, him testing Harry mm. for, you know, raising him like a pig for That's slaughter. terrible. There's uh, people's I'm, lives at stake here. Okay. There's people's I, lives I wasn't at stake. one of those people. No, I know. I'm just saying. That's horrible. I could I see that being it, but jeez. Mm, That's why some don't people know. don't like him was because they thought, like, this was an example of him being, like, Testing the water. Go ahead. Like, let's see what you're made of. Like, are you, like, training him, essentially, for Banana's life? They also say, like, him going into the chamber, like, he put the mirror there on purpose to, like, train him up to, like, you know, all that stuff in Sorcerer's Stone. Can I say my opinion, if I'm honest? Go ahead. And we've talked about, like, he doesn't know that he's going to survive, correct, towards the end? He doesn't know that he knows that you know that he's going to (laughs) survive. He is. I I think that he is... It's one Do you of those think he's like, testing him to see if he'll die? Well, to like be it, like, oh, is my theory correct? Oh my god! I, I wonder, like you know, the, they say like the, the I listen. So I still love him. <laughs> the means justify the end, or like the ends mm. justify the means. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, so to to have one person die to save thousands, hundreds, millions, all that stuff—the greater good. In a nice way. Or you know what I mean? Like, because realistically, if Voldemort had won, if Grindelwald had won, and they had done what they wanted to do, thousands upon millions of people would be dead. What if Not you, just wizards, but and witches, but, you know, yeah, muggles, because, no magic. I mean, if... No magic. <laughs> no magic. Uh, I mean, Joe has said that, like, 
the wizards have integrated with like the world wars and everything too. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to learn more about I it in the Fantastic Beasts series. Wait. But like, I'm sure yeah. Grindelwald is a part of that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. just you know, on the not good. But like, like, what if super Hitler like? What if more Dumb- so? I think than Voldemort. Sorry, that's okay. What if Dumbledore like? was 110% for sure that Harry was a Horcrux. And he knew, because of the prophecy, the only way that Harry could actually die oh. was if it was at Voldemort's hand. So he's like, do all this stuff. Because you won't Because die. you literally cannot die. But, like... It's true. It's a good point. I mean, he really true? couldn't, though. He could not die. So like, if, if Dumbledore went a little... Hold on. If Dumbledore went a little crazy right now and he just was like a Vada Kedavra, Harry, he would... What would happen? It would bounce the off Horcrux of him? The Horcrux would have died. Well, but I get... But would it have? Is, would it only have died? I think it only died because Voldemort was the one to yeah, say so Avada. Yeah, so if Harry died, you, would Harry die and then Voldemort's soul would still, like, latch onto something would, else? What if it, like, possessed him to be yes. him? <laughs> kind of like Nagini with Beth, with Bethilda. We're getting yeah. crazy Ugh. off topic, but it's so good. Okay, <laughs> this needs to be a conversation for like a Dumbledore Felix Files, though, right? I don't care. I don't know something. Sorry, guys. Oh, but talking about Harry Potter. <laughs> Let's bring it back to Prisoner of Azkaban and Hermione's secret. <laughs> so secret? Dumbledore says in italics, spaced out. You must not be seen. That means he means business. Mm -hmm. And he says, I'm going to lock you in. It is five minutes to midnight, Miss Granger. Oh, it is five minutes to midnight. Miss Granger, three turns should do it. Good luck. So I wanted to do a little uh, thingy on the time turner. I don't know if we just go ahead and go back in time. I was reading stuff about the time turn and I was surprised um, to learn some new things. Ooh, I'm excited. So, um, a time turner is a device used for time travel. It's a special timepiece which resembles an hourglass on a necklace. The Ministry of Magic encased an hour reversal charm in the time turners they created for added stability. The number of times one turns the hourglass corresponds to the number of hours one travels back in time. However, they can only stay in the past for five hours at a time without the possibility of serious harm to the traveler or to time itself. I didn't know that. That's what I learned. I was like, oh my gosh. Which is a a thing that we can discuss once we start discussing uh, Crystal. Mm Mm-hmm. It's canon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this next little paragraph. This must be for a uh, cursed child, child. denialist. However, by 2020, <laughs> it says here. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. It was. It was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> uh, however, by 2020, two other true kind of time turners were created. The prototype only let the time traveler stay in the past for five minutes, while the improved model let them stay in the past for as long as they wanted and return to the future when wanted. Huh. Now, well, I have to say, so there are a lot of there are a lot of people who hate the whole time turner thing in Cursed Child, and I have to say that that was obviously one huge part of the plot that I was not a fan of either. I like other things in Cursed Child. The whole time turner thing, though, is just like, it seemed far-fetched. It seemed weird. But I have to say that 
technology gets better in time, why can the time turners not get better in time? Just I mean, like a fine one. there's new <laughs> charms that could have been created or discovered. New things are created. I mean, mm. it's it's a lot of years between when Hermione is using this and when Albus and uh, Scorpius are using it. You're going to say Severus. Severus. <laughs> <laughs> so... I think it makes sense that there could be an improved one. In and in, in defense of your little argument, you could think of legitimate ways of travel. Like think yeah. about us the very first people on a on I must not a, not a boat. I'm thinking a of plane? a plane. Yeah. yeah. They are probably terrible. I mean there's people that are so Look terrified. at the difference in but, flight mm-hmm. from when it first started to just 10 years after that. Thank you, right brother. 20 years <laughs> after that, right? I mean right. from Ohio greatly. Yeah. So in defense of cursed child it's a weird theory, but it's canon. And it's magic, guys. Things happen with magic, you know? So I think that that's actually yeah. kind of cool. It's like, oh, well, the first ones, yeah, you can only go back in time for five minutes. Then there were other ones that let them go back for hours at a time. And then there were other ones that kind of worked like a, almost a time machine where you could yeah. like go back and come back. And I, I like that it tells you that because that was the part that I got yeah. stuck on because I won't lie. I never finished reading the yeah, uh, because it was frustrating. Play. You're like, that's not how they well, work. What is going on? I will say this. I, that's exactly what I, I didn't buy. <laughs> right. I didn't buy the play right when it came out because I was like, that just is dumb. Oh, I was excited. I was not. I was so excited. Um, I was weary. I will say that. I and then I read content. Yeah. I read the plot and I was like, that's really dumb. And then we started this and I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited to dive deep and like really talk about it. Mind you, I knew <laughs> what happened in the play because I read the spoilers. Um, and that was the part I was stuck on was like, if you go back and cause we know from at least this, they go back for three hours and they stay there for three hours. So it makes sense. Cause I'm like, if he go, he back goes back and he years, sees his grandparents, right. I'm like, that's 30 ish more years. Like that's a long time. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So this makes sense. I okay, my mind is at ease now. Yeah, breathe. <laughs> and there's, I mean, there's a whole lot more on the whole. By August of 2020, the new time turner that's created, it like was with the Malfoys, and it's there's a ton of information. But we're probably going to get to that whenever we uh, break down Cursed Child, Cursed Child fans, because you know it's coming after Deathly Hallows, which is going to be in like many years anyway. So I'll also say we probably will really enjoy it after because we're gonna, you we're guys gonna are gonna see, see it. it in like a. Two, two weeks, weeks. Ah! and then we're gonna see it with the OG cast in about like three yeah. or four months. By the time this episode airs, we'll ha- we'll have seen it. <sighs> okay, I've seen so, it. Harry is nice. utterly confused about all of the talk that's going on about time travel. Confundus, and Ooh. he's clearly confounded. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so Hermione uh, says, "Quick, come here. I need you know." Throws the chain around his neck. And the hourglass gets turned three times. I love this part in the movie because yes. like, he, he wants to. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, she like slaps his hand away. <laughs> yeah. it's so perfect. And you, how can, they do the going back in time. How like they're standing yeah, there and then and like everybody in the wing. Oh, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. There's that guy getting wrapped up though, and he's like, he's like yes, it's like he's wrapped up like a mummy. I don't know if anybody's ever seen that part. It's so funny. Do they? Are they still in the? Um, they're in the hospital wing. At the end of it. Is there another that time? is a movieism though, because they appear somewhere else in here. They're not in the hospital wing when oh, they go back right. in time. Well, I was going to read it. Mm-hmm. I was going to be like, somewhere it's not, right? Yeah. In the movie. Did you <laughs> see what page <laughs> number you're reading from? 394. Oh. Isn't that funny? <laughs> At least that's like on my little phone copy. 
Still. I'm like reading it on the Kindle on my phone. Um, so, oh, I have a question. So yes. they go back in time. Are they like they go back? They're in the spot where they were those three hours ago. Kind of. They're like right uh, before. They're like where they were, but a couple seconds before because she hurries them into the broom closet and then so she hears their footsteps. Is that something that happens every time you go back in time? Like, I that would make sense. I think because then it would be because I mean, you can't just stand in the one spot. Because who knows what's going on there? Yeah, who knows what's going on there? And so, like, I if I go back like three hours, would I still be sitting in T- Tiffany's chair? Like, would I go back upstairs? I would. I would assume that you would go no. near it, but you can't be exactly where you were because there will be two of you. So you can't. But this is what I'm saying. So roughly around there. Yeah. Right. Okay. So okay. like say I was at Target three hours ago and I go back three hours, I would assume that I would show up in Target, but in a different area of Target. You were know you I mean? at Target three hours ago? I wasn't. I was getting my teeth cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I understand. So, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So I'm going to read them going back in time because <clears throat> I thought it was cool. Do it. The dark ward dissolved. Harry had the sensation that he was flying very fast backward. A blur of colors and shapes rushed past him. His ears were pounding. He tried to yell but couldn't hear his own voice. And then he felt solid ground beneath his feet and everything came into focus again. That was me on the Forbidden Journey ride. (laughs) (laughs) Plus puke. Oh. Oh. Um... (laughs) And then he was standing next to Hermione in the deserted entrance hall and a stream of golden sunlight was falling across the paved floor from the open front doors. He looked wildly around at Hermione, the chain of the hourglass cutting into his neck. Oh, gosh. So they go into a broom closet. Hermione grabs his arm, drags him across the hall, opens it, pushes them inside, and slams the door behind them. And then she finally says, we've gone back in time, three hours back. This blew my mind when I read it. Yeah. And I was like, hold up. What is going on? Yep. I loved it. So they hear footsteps and Hermione comes to the conclusion that it's them. She's like, we're not going too fast because we're under the invisibility cloak. It doesn't Mm -hmm. sound like more than three people. It's got to be us going down to Hagrid's. Um. So Harry's trying to make sense of what's happening. And he asks Hermione how he, how she got the time turner. So Hermione finally tells him that she got it from McG back on the first day of school. She wasn't allowed to tell anybody about it. McG had to write letters to the ministry to assure that she was responsible enough to have it. And this is how she's been getting to all of her classes. She would go back an hour and then reattend a different class. And that's how she went to everything. And why she missed that one charms class because she uh, totally forgot to go back in time and do it again. Didn't she fall asleep? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I wonder if she missed more than one. Maybe. I don't know. Well, whatever. Uh, So Hermione just doesn't quite understand why Dumbledore told them to go back three hours. And she's like, what does he want us to do? Harry Um, for the win, y'all. Right. Like, usually this is something Hermione would have come to the conclusion of. Oh, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So she says, Harry, I don't understand what Dumbledore wants us to do. Why did he tell us to go back three hours? How's that going to help Sirius? And Harry stared at her shadowed, shadowy face. There must be something that happened around now. He wants us to change, he said slowly. What happened? We were walking down to Hagrid's three hours ago. Uh, Hermione, this is so Hermione. This is three hours ago, and we are walking down to Hagrid's. (laughs) We just heard ourselves leaving. Um, so then he 
comes just comes to him. He's like, oh my gosh, it's Buckbeak. We can, Beaky. you know, two innocent lives. So Buckbeak and Sirius, they can fly Buckbeak up to the window and rescue Sirius. That's why Dumbledore told them what window it was. And then Sirius and Buckbeak can escape together. So like, just think of how we were set up for this from the beginning. Like the first Care Magical <laughs> Creatures class introduced with hippogriffs. You get to know Buckbeak and then yep. all the way Oh, here. this is why we really get to know all this information about Buckbeak. Right. Because he's not going away anytime soon. Um, so Hermione is immediately is like pretty scared. She's like, well, how? Well, think about all that you have to do. Gosh, yeah. I'd be scared. She said, if we manage that without being seen, it'll be a miracle. Well, guess what? And Harry says, well, we've got to try, it. haven't we? That's right. Yep. Mr. H. Potter. Yep. All right. So Harry and Hermione sneak over to Hagrid's cabin. Uh, they keep very close to the edge of the forest so that hopefully they aren't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can see the front door and they hear a knock on the door. So th- this is really cute, I thought. They hid behind a wide oak trunk and peered out from either side. I want someone <laughs> to draw this for me because I think that's super cute. Um so they see Hagrid appear. He's shaking in white, just like before. And Harry, he hears his own like disembodied voice, to which future Harry replies, this is the weirdest thing we've ever done. <laughs> so Harry wants to steal Buckbeak like, right away. And Hermione's like, no, Harry. The committee people will think Hagrid set him free. We have to make sure that they see he's tied up first. And like honestly... This girl's too smart because I would have just been like, let's do all this stuff. Let's yeah. change time, you know? Yeah. No problem. Um, but I'm sure she was like schooled. Yeah. She's very oh, logical, yeah. you know, yeah. though. Yeah. Thinking like, no, it would make, they need to see him. You or know what? Blame Hagrid. It was a good thing if, you know, like how, if you use time and go back incorrectly and all that jazz. Like, I wonder if there's like a ward at St. Mungo's. They were like, took her to and did like, listen, this is what will happen to you if you mess with time and do it in an incorrect way. Do you think way. it turns you crazy? I think it, I think it would probably addle your brains. Yeah. Um, cause if you just, see yourself, uh, I've thought I've seen myself. Just read Cursed Child. <laughs> That's what happens <laughs> when you mess with time in the wrong way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Truth. So Harry's like, well, that's going to give us about 60 seconds. So this is really seeming like it's going to be impossible. So then we like start seeing all these sequence of events that we already lived through. So they hear that milk jug break inside Hagrid's cabin. They hear Hermione's shriek of surprise when she finds Scabbers. And Harry has this sudden idea. He's like, what if we just ran in there, grab Pettigrew? And Hermione's like, no, like, don't you understand? We're breaking one of the most important wizarding laws. Nobody's supposed to change time. Nobody. You heard Dumbledore if we're seen. And Harry's like, we'd only be seen by ourselves in Hagrid. And Hermione says, Harry, what do you think you'd do if you saw yourself bursting into Hagrid's house? And Harry's like, I think I was going crazy or that some dark magic was going on. And she says, exactly. You wouldn't understand. You might even attack yourself. Don't you see? Professor McGonagall told me what awful things have happened when wizards have meddled with time. Loads of them end up killing their past or future selves by mistake. And he's like, all right, all right, all right, chill. We won't do it. It's just an idea. So Dumbledore Fudge and the committee guy and McNair all come down from the castle, and they watch... Harry and Hermione watch themselves with Ron leave Hagrid's house. So the trio's gone now, but now they can actually hear the other side of the story here of what's going inside, going on inside the cabin, which I also thought was just like so cool about this whole chapter because you get two sides of it. Yeah. 
So we see McNair glance out the window, see Buckbeak, know he's there. Fudge has to read this official notice of execution, which is lucky because that gives Harry enough time to go out and get Buckbeak. Of course, Beaky doesn't really want to move. And little Beaky. I really think because Dumbledore is Dumbledore, and they do a really good job of this in the movie. That's what I was going to say. He, like, stalls on purpose. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I don't know, he'll just comment on something, or like, oh, make sure you do this, you know what I mean? All mm-hmm. while just slowly giving them tiny seconds, but, like, that could help everything. Do, do you think he knows that they're out there, is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how, because that makes my brain hurt. Well, maybe he's I, got it in his mind here that he, he wants them to do this just for Buckbeak, but then it ends up happening that he can they can save... Uh, Maybe he too. can read their minds that they're out there. Maybe. Maybe. What if he's like whatever? What is um, Queenie? Allegiance. Like, but she like does she words <laughs> words? <laughs> but does she just hear people or does she like tune into them? I think it depends. She can. like. I wonder if that's like something he does. Like, if he I just hears and he's like, oh, hmm, Harry and uh, Hermione. There's uh, two of them. See what's Dumbledore going on. I wouldn't. Be I wouldn't shocked. put it past him. He's got secrets. That man. <laughs> he really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Harry and Hermione just barely, or I'm sorry, Harry and Buckbeak just barely get out of view before the cabin door opens, and they notice that Buckbeak is gone. And Hagrid is like over the moon happy. Gone, gone. Bless his little beak. He's mm-hmm. gone. Must have pulled himself free. Beaky, you clever boy. Beaky. So cute. And while this is going on, Buckbeak in the forest, not flown away, not going to be dead, strains against his rope, trying to get back to Hagrid, which is so so sweet. Mm. So even a big old hippogriff can have cute little domestic pet feels. (laughs) Of course they can. Mm -hmm. So Harry convinces Hermione that they should move so they could see the Whomping Willow better. Otherwise, they're not going to know what's going on. So we see Ron wrestling with Scabbers. We see past Harry and Hermione chase after him. We see Animagus Sirius come bounding from the willow, grab Ron and drag him away. And then Harry's comments are like the best. Looks even worse from here, doesn't it? Ouch. Look, I just got walloped by that tree. And so did you. This is weird. <laughs> I love how like he's it's it's kind of like, you know, not, I don't know what I want to say. It's like uh, he's just so enthralled by the. Like the magic of going back in time. Yes. You know? It's still yeah. a little muggle side of him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And Hermione's like, I've been doing this all year, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing. So McNair, Fudge, the committee guy, and Dumbledore make their way back up to the castle. He's never named. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and Hermione's like, oh, if only Dumbledore had come down with us. And Harry's like, I don't really think that would matter because Fudge and McNair would have been there as well. And I would bet my firebolt that Fudge probably would have McNair murder Sirius right on the spot. Mm-hmm. And then nobody would know the truth at all. So here comes my main man, Remus, sprinting across the grounds. And Harry takes note that the clouds were still obscuring the moon at this point. Um, and I, did we discuss this last time about we how did come he didn't transform? Okay. Yeah. So Harry's like, if only Lupin had grabbed the cloak... And then he suggests, why don't I run out real quick and grab it before Snape can get it? That would change things. And and Hermione's like, we can't be seen. And Harry's like, (laughs) how can you stand this? Just standing here and watching it happen. 
I'm going to go get it. And she grabs him right before. And thankfully, because there's a very tipsy Hagrid making his way back up to the castle. And barely two minutes later, Snape comes flying out of the castle, picks up Harry's cloak, and he's like, get your filthy hands off of it. (laughs) And then that's it. They're all down there, and they just have to wait. This is not completely off topic, but you know what I saw on the internet the other day? Mm. That Sirius gave Harry his very first broom and his last. Oh, I know. He gave him his firebolt. Why are you looking at me like that? He might have gotten another broom after that. I don't know. Joe doesn't tell us. <laughs> what? Serious Black. But Harry, his very first broom, it was a toy broom when he was a little babe. Oh, I wasn't. Oh, I was thinking about the Nimbus 2000. I'm like, no, he didn't buy him that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, gosh. Yeah. That was McGee. That was McGee. <laughs> McGee. <laughs> Ooh, that was really loud. I yeah. apologize. If that baby wakes up, you're oh, dead. No, I think she's waking Well, all right. So Harry and Hermione have to wait out their past selves in the forest. So Harry tells her he thinks he saw his dad cast a Patronus that saved them all um, by the lake. and Because she was like, he, they were going back and forth. And he, I don't think he really wanted to tell her because he literally sounds crazy. And he's like, oh, I know, sure. he literally, what? I said for sure he didn't want to tell yeah, me. Yeah, he literally is like, I know it uh, sounds insane. Well, that and the fact that he knows his dad is dead and he mm-hmm. doesn't want to hear it from her. I yes. guarantee that's part of it. Too. Yes. He's like, I know what she's going to say. And I said, Hermione kindly reminds him that his dad is dead. <laughs> Your dad is dead and my dad is rich. That's a song from... Draco and the Malfoys. Oh my god! That, oh my god. I totally <laughs> forgot about that song. As soon I as you said it, being I heard a horrible it. person. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so he wants to go and help get Peter back. Um, but do you know how hard it would be to find a rat in the dark in the forest? Pretty hard. Am I, am I right? Yeah, but again, we talked about I know. this. All I can see is like thousands of rats flying <laughs> at you. <laughs> Tiffany, are you okay? I thought of a thing from Dave Chappelle, but I can't say it on the podcast, so just remind me later to tell you. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, he keeps, he like, it's like a, a dog with a bone. Like, he keeps wanting to go and get yeah. it. He like wants to, yeah. he wants things to turn out the way he wants it. And just, sorry, kid, it's to not going to happen. the past even more than they're yeah. set out to do. Yep. So they see the events, obviously, from a different perspective, and then they book it to Hagrid's with Buckbeak because, um... They realize they're watching um, Remus change back into a werewolf, and he's going to be coming right at them. And he, Harry, li- yeah. literally was like, "We have to move." And Hermione's like, not- "Dude, like I told you, we can't be seen." He's yeah. like, "He's gonna come right at us." She's like, oh, "All right, not the ah uh, woo, oh yeah, <laughs> werewolf, yeah. wolf, werewolf. What are you doing? Wolf. Saving our lives? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Did you have something to say, Megan? Uh, Did I you was- want to a woo too? No, I was just going to say, you, like, boo. imagine imagine if Harry had been successful, though, in changing it even more, you know? Like, how much that would have changed, right? Like Every Voldemort, single thing would be different. Yeah, Voldemort wouldn't have had Pettigrew to, like, give him a life form again. There's some crazy theories about that, too. Ooh, we yes. read them. <laughs> um, so they book it to Hagrid, um, who Buckbeak finally, like, feels at home. And he literally, like, he, they walk in the door... He pushes past them and he like goes and snuggles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fang is very happy for some company, and so. Um, Do you think Fang and Buckbeak cuddle? Head yeah. yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Hermione scratches his ears because he's barking, and she's like, "Could be quiet." Um, so then 
Harry is trying to like look out the window. He can't really see anything. So he tells Hermione, he's like, I'm just going to go just to try to like see when everything's happening when we need to leave. Mm-hmm. Basically. Sure. Yes. So he leaves <laughs> trying to get a better look. Hermione again, reminds him about the fact that he cannot be seen. And you think she said this a lot in my mind. He's going to be seen. Mm. Mm. So the Dementors are coming out of the woods and they're going towards the lake. Um, And I completely forgot that this was like the way it's done in the movies. So different. It's so different, especially because you, you, they don't, they don't look like they're at the lake that you think they're at. I don't. Right. It, they look like it they're totally like different. Totally different. Like, it looks like a little pond in the middle of the forest. And I you think know? it like really messed with my mind because like when I was reading it, I was trying to picture the scene in the movie, yes. and I was like, "This is this is not it yes. at all." Um, I like the book version better. So yeah. the Dementors are coming out of the woods. They're going towards the lake. Um, so Harry tries to see. He he wants to see for himself if what he saw is actually what he saw. Right. Um, and really he's hoping that he's going to see his father. Right. But like before we even think about that and seeing his dad, can you just imagine like Dementors coming out of the woods? Like that sounds terrifying. That sounds yeah. Yeah. Like, it's already like, dark. Almost like fog rolling in. Yes. Can be I just spooky. got chills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Legit. You're> welcome. <laughs> it's almost um, Halloween season. I know. Tis. So Harry watches and waits for it his father to It will be by the time appear. you hear this. Yeah. <laughs> And then he realizes um, that he hadn't seen his father at all. He had actually seen himself. So expecto patronum, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to read a little expert, not expert. Nope. Excerpt from the book. Out of the end of his wand burst, not a shapeless cloud of mist, but a blinding, dazzling silver animal. He screwed up his eyes, trying to see what it was. It looked like a horse. It was galloping silently away from him across the black surface of the lake. He saw it lower its head and charge at these swarming Dementors. Now it was galloping around and around the black shapes on the ground. Right? Yep. And the Dementors were falling back, scattering, retreating into the darkness. They were gone. So the Patronus comes back to Harry. It wasn't a horse. It wasn't a unicorn. It's not even Batman. <laughs> or is that Superman? Superman. With <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But also not Batman. <laughs> it was a stag. What? Crazy. Crazy. So it stopped on the bank. It hoofs made no mark on the soft ground as it stared at Harry with its large silver eyes. Mm. Slowly, it bowed its antlered head and Harry realized prongs, he whispered. I might start to all, cry. <laughs> all the feels. Literally have tears in my eyes. <laughs> I have a I have a question about his Patronus. Go. Do you think that it was just prongs because don't cry. I don't know. <laughs> she is crying. Uh, do you think that it was just prongs because yeah. like so he has said, I don't know if he's said it yet or if he said it earlier, but like his happiest memory is like a created memory in mm. his mind of him with his parents. So do you think that's why his Patronus is prongs? Like, had his parents not died, would he have a different Patronus? Probably. I'm going to... Well, you know what? I don't know. Because I think that in a perfect world, sans Voldemort, and he was able to be raised, like, by both of his parents, like, I think that him and his father would have had, like, a phenomenal, like, son and dad relationship that he... We know that he looks up to his dad, not that he really knows it, and he struggles with that later on in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that he would have looked up to his father so much that he wants to be just like him in his good ways. Yeah. 
I think that why it is proms is because his dad is like the ultimate guy to him. Mm. He looks up to his dad so much. Like I think he would if he would have been alive. Mm-hmm. But like what he knows of his dad, he's put him on such a high pedestal that that is like the ultimate toughest thing. Yeah, person rather not a thing. And that's that's why I think it's um, it's prongs. I, I kind of think that it would be different if his parents were alive. I think he'd have a different Patronus. What would it be? Lightning bolt. Everybody. Um, Nemo. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get you with my small fin. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like maybe it could have been something from like that family of animals. But I, because you know, like his mom was a doe, his dad was prongs. I think that maybe he could have. Could he be an okapi? Maybe he'd be an okapi. <laughs> they are. Maybe a moose. Cousins to the giraffe. I'm just thinking know, big, huge animals. I don't know. A, a moose. Mooses. No, no one. If you well, give a moose a muffin, no. Maybe it'd be a dick pic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Could be. <gasps> Those are so cool. Uh, like an antelope of some sort. What do I want it to like be? Other, I don't know. What What would it be? What does he like remind me of? I don't know. I, I know I didn't say this before, but I kind of agree with Sarah. It might be the same because yeah, because he does really look up to his dad. And can you imagine? I think it James's same, face. Yeah, if he cast this Patronus yeah. and it yeah. was him, we can't oh, talk about it because it's going to make me want to cry more. It's going to be a rhino. Ooh, a rhino. <laughs> That'd be a sweet Patronus. All I picture is the rhino in uh, <laughs> Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> You're just riding through and busting stuff up. No, I no, I forgot all that. The rhino from Zootopia, the like police officer uh, rhino. Yeah. Remember the rhino from <laughs> James and the Giant Peach? <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. I got the very beginning. That's you. how his parents died. So the oh, ants say. Jeez, talking about dead parents. Um. So as we see, he sees um, prongs. His dad and now his Patronus. Mm-hmm. So Hermione arrives and she is not happy. <sighs> so he was only supposed to be a lookout but Harry informs her that he just saved their lives. He's like, you could be thankful. Alright, I just Girl, saved our lives. All right? We all might have been kissed. We all might have got smooches tonight. But no, I saved our lives. Ain't nobody went them smooches. No. It wasn't his dad he had seen. It was him. He had been the one who had casted the Patronus. He knew he could do it this time because he had already done it. Does that make sense? <laughs> Makes sense to me. But he doesn't... I don't think he realized that he cast it... Is that even the right word? Is it just cast? Cast. Cast, cast the full Patronus, full Corporal Patronus during the, ga- the gas. What is wrong with me? I'm the same way. The game. Yes. The great Gatsby. <laughs> the game. Because later on, Dumbledore's like, oh, uh, something about when Malfoy, you know... <laughs> got blasted with the prongs. <laughs> that sounds... Let's continue. I don't even know what I'm saying. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so they watch from afar the rest of the events. So Snape regains consciousness. He conjures structures for Harry, Hermione, Sirius, and Ron. And well, it even says in the book, Ron was probably already on one because he saw one. Um, and off to the castle they go. So within 45 minutes left until Dumbledore locks the doors to the hospital wing, they uh, must set the rest of their plan in motion. So they wait until they think that Sirius is in the room waiting on um, the Dementor smooch, and then they see McNair leaving the castle to get to the Dementors. So they're like, all right, gots to go. Come on, Buckbeak. Mm-hmm. We're going to save your life. So they get up, they <laughs> hop on, um, 
And Hermione, I think, is so funny. She's muttering how she really didn't like this the whole time <laughs> while Harry was counting the windows. So she was, like, not helpful. Yeah. I wonder if it's, like, one of those situations, you know, when someone's trying to count and then there's, like, some... <laughs> yeah. Turd beep, talking in beep, the background. Whole, yeah. Where they're like, five, eight, one, eight, wah. You and are that like, person. <laughs> <laughs> so they, Let's be real. Yeah. So they spat Sirius in a window who jumped up, but the window was locked. Uh, oh. Well, they have magic. <laughs> and Hermione opens it with a quick, Hamora. Throw back to book one. Book one. <laughs> <laughs> so the window opens and Sirius climbs on because basically they're like, come on, we're going to save you. Woo. <laughs> so they soar to the top of the West Tower and once Buckbeak landed, um, Harry and Hermione hop off and they urge Sirius to go before he is caught. He says, we will see each other again. You are truly your father's son, Harry. Oh. So, so then Harry and Hermione watch as Sirius and Buckbeak Hook off into the night air. So many feels for Harry tonight. And mm-hmm. let me let me tell you my end of chapter notes that are in my book. Do it to it, baby. <clears throat> Gosh, all the feels. <laughs> <laughs> Is it written huge in there too? <laughs> it's like the whole page. <laughs> I typically write large on my you end of chapter notes. Are an interesting creature. Oh, maybe not. How? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who could he have been? <laughs> Sirius must have been so shocked and relieved. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. To see them fly up to that window. Harry is thinking like, well, well this is the end, man. But like, I wonder you know? if he was just like, yeah. even even if in another timeline where he was going to get the kiss, um, right? If he was just like, you know what, this is it. Make your peace. Almost all of his friends are dead. He just has one left. Okay. They'll meet again. All right. Any soon? They'll all be dead. Question. Soon and very soon. What? Do you, what? Once the war is over, they'll all be dead. All right. What are your questions? Oh my like god! Around? You guys, we cannot sing song about this terrible, <laughs> sad story. Awful. <laughs> Just terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, questions. Lightning bolt questions. round. Questions. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. What would you rather it be? Not a lightning bolt. <laughs> what? Okay. Yes. She doesn't know. <laughs> hmm. Do rather... you guys consider the 2020 Time Turner canon? Hey, that's another time. <laughs> oh, literally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know. Well, all right. What are we going to talk about? Let's think of things to say. Oh, my. Florence. 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 Let's do this whole round in Florence. Oh, I like that. Okay. Well, let's I'll do go. a Florence voice. Okay. Katie's like, please don't ask me any questions. <laughs> I'm going to ask Katie do a all the questions. All right, Katie. Katie. Say your full name. I can't. Where's <laughs> <laughs> that when you need him? He does a great Florence impression. And when I say great, I mean it's horrible. Does he do what a great impression of Florence doing Katie? Katie doing Florence. well right Uh, let's talk about those lightning ball round well right man and pomfrey they would all be dead if harry wasn't able to conjure a patronus and it was left up to hermione yeah i don't know that second time around you ought to believe it Uh. (laughs) oh trying not to pee <laughs> well, all right. How old do we think Madame Pomfrey is? Do you think she saw the things at Hogwarts? 137. Ah. 
I was going to guess she's in her 70s. In the 70s? Oh, so she's older than Voldemort. Did she go to Hogwarts? Yeah. Yes. I'm sure. You say that like you know that for sure. There's other oh, I know. Ha- there's other wizarding schools. Well, yeah. right? There's Elvamorny, there's Jarmstrang, there's Belbaton. I don't like to call it Bell that. Belbaton. Do what you think she ever worked at uh, St. Mungo? Oh, maybe she learned at things at St. Mungo's and then she's like, you know what the real action happens? Hogwarts. Yeah. Hogwarts. 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 Lots of silly Hogwarts. students there at Hogwarts. <laughs> Hogwarts. 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 Say just something. Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you think Harry deserves, after this chapter, and Hermione, um, an order of Merlin first, second, or third class? Foist. <laughs> I, I think they deserve a first, but a different kind of first. Like, in their own qu- category cool students i mean i would definitely want to be first because it's uh, ma'am you know Merlin. i don't understand you if you're not talking about <laughs> ma'am ma'am do you remember when i made you sing all the answers the one day that was a great episode <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, it was it so was. funny all right what other questions can we ask hmm are you glad does does uh, fudge die yeah i wish he would <laughs> He just do you think that he, do you think Fudge fights in the uh, war? No. Is he a coward? Was he? A, uh, he ain't no Gryffindor. He's at home drinking some tea. <laughs> That's what Fudge is doing during the war. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that Fudge made the tea himself? No. Do you think that Fudge eats Fudge? I was gonna ask <laughs> this. I don't understand Sorry. you when you talk like that. I, I can't. You gotta do it. I can't. I know, but it's like certain words, like garbage. Garbage. Just say. Just say. Fudge coffee. is garbage. Fudge is garbage. Garbage. Person. Fudge is garbage. Garbage. I do a better Harry. Not do garbage. You think, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Do you think? <laughs> I was like, what does Harry say that you do so well? <laughs> Not Harry. Do you think that if Fudge were to take the uh, garbage person or trash person test, would he get garbage or trash? He would be neither because, you know, he's, I can't not, even, understand he's you. not even worthy of that uh, <laughs> that quiz. Hmm. Do we have any questions pertaining to this? Would you guys want to use a time turner? Would that make you nervous? No. Nervous. Do you think Hermione no was reason. nervous using the time turner? It. Or do you think she was like, if I just went back without Harry, it would all been splendid. But because Harry's with me. I have to control him, and you know what? If he Harry, does what he wants. If Harry went back with her, they all would have died. Using it this time or just yes. for classes? This time? No, this time. Scared? Yeah. This time, for sure. But I'm thinking, like, what do you mean Harry would have died? They all would have died. Well, because they all would have been Yeah, because Harry You said if Harry went, and I was really confused. Oh, if Harry didn't go. But we don't know if Hermione would have, might have I think I said plate. if Hermione went what I would have what I meant to say go to the bathroom no end the episode <laughs> I'm gonna have to uh, do a business call in about 20 minutes alright let's go well, alright fan story fan story thank you so this week comes from Molly Markley oh that's a nice name that is thank a good name. you for having an easy name Hi, Swish and Flick cast. Here is my Potter story. My name is Molly, and I am 26 years old. Believe it or not, I just read the <laughs> Harry Potter series two years ago. Holy I know. Mackerel. I'm well, really late finally, to the magical world. Welcome. Yes. yes. Well, holy Markley. Oh. That's not how you say your last name, so no, I apologize. It, is not. <laughs> <laughs> it fits them. I knew of Harry Potter growing up. I just never hopped on the train. Yes. Oh, yes. Hogwarts Express. <laughs> these poor people get their stories butchered by us being ridiculous Uh, i know i'm sorry i'm done (laughs) i wasn't against it i just didn't have the drive to read the series 
Fast forward several, several years, and I was completely a one. I was completing a one year internship at a church in Raleigh, North Carolina. I had just finished four years of undergrad and two years of grad school, so I was beyond ready to read something for fun. My best friend pushed me to read Harry Potter, so I finally picked it up and I was immediately hooked. I could not put the series down. I grieved when I finished the final book. Mm. You know that's mm. a feel good that. book. I feel that. Oh, yeah. During my last month of internship, I had the opportunity to chaperone the high school mission trip. Keep in mind, this was about two months after finishing the series. Turns out the mission trip was to Orlando, Florida. We volunteered at Give Kids the World, oh, a, non- awesome. mm-hmm, a nonprofit resort for children with life-threatening illnesses. They partner with Disney and Universal. They're which amazing. Is probably what she's going to say. I don't know, but maybe. <laughs> the, resorts, I can see it. the resort's focus is providing accommodations and access yep. to donated theme park tickets. That was an absolutely amazing opportunity. During our mission week in Florida, we had one free day and we went to Universal Studios. I almost cried when I found out I was going to be going to Harry Potter World only about two months after finishing the series for the first time. So I was lucky. still so on a high from Harry Potter and the Magical World was still fresh, newly fresh on my mind. Needless to say, I was way more excited about going there than the high schoolers. <laughs> it was an incredible opportunity and the timing couldn't have been better. Thank you so much for making this podcast possible. It helps me relive Harry Potter every time I listen. I'm a proud Hufflepuff. Whoop, whoop. That's what she said, and I'm also whoop whooping. Okay. And always look forward to when another episode comes out. Thank you again. You guys are incredible. Don't let the muggles get you down. Love, Molly. Thank you, Molly. Thanks, Thank you, Molly. Molly. Welcome that. to the fandom and the family. Yes. I really like the name Molly. It's very cute. Yeah. My it like mom rolls off almost the tongue. named me Molly. Molly. It's a good, good Molly. rolls off Molly. the tongue name. Molly. You know? Molly. I have a request of listeners sending in uh, fan stories from here on out will you please add like your wand and your house i know some, some people, people do, do yeah. yeah some people do but your wand your house your patronus uh do your oh, why house. why you love sarah the best i'm just kidding <laughs> no you don't have to do that we all know <laughs> who's yeah. your favorite host i'm kidding <laughs> florence better be here or else you're not listening to us anymore we're gonna knock you off what florence <laughs> <laughs> So thank you, Molly, for yes, sharing Molly, your you. story. All right. All righty, guys. Swish and Flick can be found on all of the different social media platforms. We are Swish and Flick Podcast on Facebook, Swish Flick Cast on Twitter and Instagram. And we're also on YouTube. So make sure that you find us and subscribe. Uh, you can also support us on Patreon and gain exclusive access to the Felix Files and lots more. So if uh, you would like to, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast and choose your support level. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of our current patrons. Mm-hmm. You make this possible. <laughs> so thank you. Um, lastly, make sure that you check out our website, swishflickcast.com, to get all of the info on us there compiled into one place as Along with all of our merchandise. Thank yes. you to our listeners. Y'all great. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So starting this week or next week, well, make sure that you find Katie and I's YouTube channel, which is Main Street Nine and Three Quarters. We're also going to upload some stuff to the Swish and Flick YouTube, but make sure that you subscribe to both of them because Katie and I will be back from our trip at this point. <laughs> and I know that's sad. I don't want to be back already. Uh, we are going to be <laughs> vlogging the entire thing, plus doing like special videos for Swish and Flick, more specifically than just like overall vlogging our trip. Um, and we're going to upload them for your 
viewing Watching pleasure. pleasure. I have a serious question, no pun intended, um, that I know a lot of our listeners are going to ask. Are these vlogs going to be coming out before or after the Puffs Pastry video? <laughs> before. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you do you know think, it's before. Do you think that Puffs Pastry is going to be coming out anytime this year? Yes, no. it will. <laughs> yeah, it will. You're busy. <laughs> I want my the only the only one I edited I didn't really edit so I am no help. It's a lot I, of work. It's time editing, consuming. Editing it's vlogs fun. is very time consuming, yeah. but it's fun. And I I we've been super busy planning for this trip and getting ready for it. Oh, and yeah, trying sure. to bulk up on oh. podcasts and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, they're going to England. Oh my goodness! So I plan to put out a vlog at least every other week. I'll be looking I'm not going to promise every week. Brand new merchandise. But every other you week. You know what they say about best laid plans. It's going to happen. <laughs> also, though, Just legitimately, we do have new merchandise coming out, and it's going to be out before Halloween, so check swishflickcast.com. It's going to be very scary. It's my face and a t-shirt. That's true. <laughs> All right, kids. That concludes. Wait. No. Oh, Mally, follow me. <laughs> On Instagram and Twitter. All right, that concludes this week's episode. Don't listen to Sarah. All right. <laughs> Do you want Florence to end it? No. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing. Just in my voice. <laughs> I like jokes. Some a- some baby on this plane is singing the ABCs all out of order, and a guy just shouted, Yes, girl, remix. No one's been there to see it. Oh. Only drinks flies. <laughs> How much coffee is too much coffee? If the coffee. coffee could coffee. <laughs> Diddy Bear. Hey. Stop it. <laughs> you gotta lick your chops. You gotta lick your chops. He's licking right? his feet. He's itchy. You're a good boy. Poor puppy. It's just gonna be a to edit this whole thing. Uh, Hello and welcome to Swish and Flick. I'm the best one here, Sarah, and the other fools that try to be me. No. Yeah. Okay. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.